Good day, Mr. Gowers. Hello there, Mr. Peter Kafkas. What's happening, lad? Um, well, busy week. Busy week. Oh, well, well. Yep. Before we get into this busy week, I am Peter Kafkas. And I'm Peter Gowers, and we're two peas in a pod. And before we get started, here's some messages. Today's Two Peas in a Podcast is brought to you by Ward Keller. Ward Keller is the Northern Territory's leading law firm, providing legal advice to businesses and individuals. With offices located in Darwin, Alice Springs, Palmerston and Casuarina, their lawyers also service clients in Catherine, Tennant Creek and Nullumboy. Their services include personal law, family law, personal injury law, workers' compensation, employment law, conveyancing and debt collection, among other things. World Cup soccer final, done and dusted. Yeah, for another four years. Go France. The cup didn't go home. Okay. You know about that campaign, the bloody pom started? No. Oh, something like it's coming home. Oh, okay. They claim to have invented world football, which they might have done, I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they started this campaign. But it's so typical of the Poms, so typical. <laughs> They're basically also rounds in pretty much all sports. And, you know, they're envious of the nations that do particularly well, a la us. And uh, so they like to run them down. They get a good team together. Yeah. They, they get through the, the minor rounds. They make the finals. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's coming home. It's coming home. Boys, you still had four games to play. Settle down. <laughs> Typical Poms jinx, them, jinx themselves. So they actually came fourth in the end because they lost the... Uh, the game for third place as well. Well, I didn't watch any other match but the grand final. And uh, who was the winner? Well, it was a 4-2 to two score. And the winner is France. The Frogs back in the victory circle. Congratulations, again. lads. They seem to pop up every so often. Like They won, they won one they couple a couple of World Cups ago that kind of popped up out of nowhere as well. I don't know the population of France, but I do know because of Croatia, there is 4 million people. Uh, not oh, a big yeah. place. Yeah. They were the underdogs. I was going for the underdogs. Yep. Um, but I must say, waking up waking up at about one thirty last night after an early sleep, bang, started watching it. There was mm. a few goals scored. It was a goal fest, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was um, the second most, uh, highest, second highest most goal scored since one other game, grand final back in the 60s or whatever. Don't quote me on that, but it's it was good. Well, I didn't watch the game, but um, when I saw the score, when I woke up this morning and checked the sports channel, I just assumed it was the penalty shootout yeah, score. because it's such a good... <laughs> yeah. But no, 4-2 to the Frogs. And I don't know the population of France either, but I do know we have 17 listeners to two peas in a pod. Oh, France. for France. Yeah. yeah, well done, France. Yeah. Congratulations. I know you'll be uh, partying for the next week. At least. Yeah. So for, for some teams, it ends up being the next four years, which is why they have no chance in the next one. I saw the National 9 News. They, in, they interviewed some people from Croatia fans in Australia. And look, yeah. overall, the mood was happy. So so happy to get in the yeah. grand final. Which, you know, it's important to keep the Croatians happy because you know what can happen if it goes hell or wrong. <laughs> 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 Yeah, did, you, did you see uh, Vladimir Putin invited my lad Conor McGregor to watch the grand finals with him? Um, yeah, I saw some headlines about it. Oh, did I was, you? I was like, and you know my thoughts on this, so I'm not offending anyone, but <laughs> I got no interest in Putin and I got no interest in Conor McGregor. So I was like, they can do whatever they want to yeah. do together. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, look, there's a... 
Putin's got a lot of publicity through this World Cup for a whole variety of reasons. Yeah. A lot of it good, too, I might um, add. Even Trump said well done on uh, um, putting on a great show. They're friends now, are they? Yeah, well, my understanding is that they've always been friends. That's been part of the problem, oh, okay, is that okay. um, Putin, directly or indirectly, was trying to move the chess pieces during the... Um, uh, the, the presidential election featuring yep. Donald J and of course Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And um, so that that actually has been the problem. They're too close. Ah, right. Yeah. Well, they, hey, there you go. Well, that, that, that's on a personal level. The the government side of things is completely different. But yeah, okay. Putin and Trump are meant to be mates. Ah. Yeah. Now, guess what I also saw over the weekend. Tell me. Do you know about the Australian comedian um, Jim Jeffries? Yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just brilliant. Yeah, he's very good. Very dry. Um, oh, brilliant. Can be a little direct at times. Um, but yeah, he's good. Why? What happened to him? No, nothing. He got his new special out on Netflix. Ah. Uh-uh. So I watched that and I was like, geez, he got invited to Packer's house through Mariah Carey. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> it was obvious that, uh, as Jim Jeffrey p- puts it, that, that it was clear that those two were on their way out <laughs> because it wasn't he, he was, he, when he was up there, you know, Packer looks at Kerry and goes, "Why the fuck do you get this guy for?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then he worked out he was a gun control guy, right? And then he goes, "Ah, oh, you do do that one." He goes, uh, "Mr. Packer, I haven't done that in yeah. so many years." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, "No, do that one." He goes, "Right away." <laughs> <laughs> he got one laugh out of him. He says, uh, yeah, was, right. uh, "Yeah, I, wow, he's um, he's quite famous." Yeah, he is, and I stumbled across him um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's been around for a long time, but what often happens with artists, comedians, musicians, uh, actors, um, etc., yeah. is uh, if they do get um, snaffled up by the uh, US machine, then they often miss the boat at home. Yeah. So, um, not that he has now, but, you know, a, a good example of that... Um, uh, would be Mr. Uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, Keith Urban, um, who, you know, he, he's big now, but he, he was toiling away for many, many years in the US and doing good work and, you know, getting notoriety before he became this international superstar. Um, and I heard an artist the other day who was talking about the fact that they were first signed in America to a record deal. Yeah. They weren't signed in Australia. So they... Iggy. Well, yeah, she's she's an example of one. This was a male artist, but it happens all the time. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Five Sauce are an example of that as well. They were right. signed in the US before they were rele- even released here in Australia. So it often happens that Australian artists, you know, of any sort of ilk, when they get signed, particularly in the US, they kind of get back-ended stardom in Australia. Yes, of course they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. I mean, Iggy's a good example because the yeah. first couple of times I heard press conferences, I'm like, right, so she's meant to be Australian? Yeah. And when she's over there, she's as American as can be, with with quote marks, but when she's here, she you know, she talks like you and me. Yeah, well, she's got a pretty strong American accent. and um, Well, not, let's not talk about it. Iggy too much, but her new video clip is out and uh, whoof. Hard to miss. Whoof. It's a must-see. Must-see TV. It was number eight trending on YouTube. Yeah, right. Got hundred, uh, It's got tens of millions of views and 
Where did that booty come from? Oh yeah, it's always been there. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it hasn't. She she not was, like this side. She was trying to sell her uh, artistry for a while there. Oh, and uh, yeah, because of course uh, the likes of um, uh, some of the other female artists who are known for having their booty, aka Nicki Minaj, yeah. were less than happy when this Australian came on the scene with an American rapping accent. Anyway, um, so yeah, she she's always had the the. The silhouette. It's a, yeah. It's a bit more pronounced now. Though, it is. It? it certainly well, is. Well, she's recently married, so she. No, she's divorced. No, uh, didn't get didn't go through that. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, well, yeah. she was going to be married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe she made some pre-marriage alterations. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also over the weekend, the fam bam and I did the uh, Drake in my feelings challenge. Yes, I saw that <laughs> on Facebook. I was like, "What the hell are they up to?" Yeah, now? that's right. And I turned it on. I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." You got the perfect area for it too. Oh, it was cool. Hey, yeah, yeah, it was a good little setup. Yeah. Um, mind you, I just had dinner, and that singlet wasn't the most flattering singlet. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, I wasn't looking. At yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we are releasing the behind the scenes today. I love it because there's actual behind the scenes, and it's never as good as it looks, right? Yeah, With yeah. Kids around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I must admit, I was thinking. Yeah, I think with one of the kids, you had a strategically placed happy face or something. <laughs> And I thought that the 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 dancing and the turning was perfect to put that face on. But yeah. mate, I'm trying to get kids to do what you want is like herding cats half the time. I'm well aware. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'd like to see the behind the scenes footage. That'd be entertaining. Yeah, we'll launch that today. But I think um, speaking of uh, Iggy's film clip and what you're doing and uh, you know what you were doing and and getting things seen on TV. Isn't that world exploding right now? Oh, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. If you're producing any video content whatsoever, Bang. how good is that? Yeah. Because your possibilities and your world has just opened up tenfold, I would suggest, possibly even more. But, um, yeah, of course, YouTube being the second largest search engine, but also a social media avenue. Uh, absolutely. Has been around for a while, but now, of course, we have... IGTV. Absolutely. Uh, released by Instagram and just the other day released to the market. Are you ready for a new wave of video channels? Because Facebook Watch and Instagram TV have hit the internet. Facebook is investing $1 billion creating exclusive long-term or long-form shows for Watch this year in an attempt to, quink, to quickly climb the media ladder. So I used to look at... Um, things with regard to the internet and say this as an example probably five years ago i would have gone oh god now there's something else i have to learn how to use and what how do i know which one to use and which is going to be better which is going to be worse that's not the attitude now the attitude is awesome get on them all yeah exactly and yeah. you know if you're if you're in a business or if you've got you know something that you do personally with any sort of video that you're currently uploading to YouTube and you know, various other platforms, and you're spending any money to do it, that's going to mean even better because the likes of Instagram and Facebook are going to be wanting you to spend money with them. That's right. So don't sit there and think, oh, God, that's more money. Yes, but how much cheaper is it going to make it? Yeah, absolutely. Just due to competition. And again, you don't need big media machines. and Some artists now build their own following and then they explode. Yeah, and I was talking about that with someone the other day because, um, you know, 
once upon a time, the, the, the record companies dictated all. That's right. And they dictated the promotional schedule, the release schedule. Uh, they, they, they would even dictate what songs would go on your album and what songs would be released and in what order they would be released. What I thought was freaky on top of that is they would create so many spins on radio that you know when you hear something so often yeah. that you, you start to like it even though you never liked it? They can make you like stuff. Yeah, so I, I worked in commercial radio for 10 years and for at least half of that, mm. uh, probably closer to seven or eight years, I was a music director. Now, <clears throat> if you've never been involved with commercial radio or any sort of radio, um, you wouldn't know what that job is. Now, um, I'm going to dispel a myth here and let you know that um, despite the fact that radio stations say, hey, give us a call and request a song, uh, very few songs actually get played that are requested. They're just songs that are already in the playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the playlists are determined by a computer, which the music director schedules. Now, it is done by hand, manually, if, if you're any good. There is, a, there is an auto um, schedule, which you shouldn't use, but sometimes, you know, on a Friday when you've got a schedule for three or four days in a row, uh, it, it, it can be used, I'm not going to lie. And what happens is within that software, there's different categories. And, for example, the A-rotation category will get played at the most every four hours. Yeah. That's just how it is. The B-rotation will get played at the most, sorry, at the least, I should have said, so at the least every four hours. The B-rotation is at the least every eight hours. So the B-rotation's normally um, a song that isn't quite an A yet, but it's got past a C rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a C rotation is a new song that you're trying to get to a B or an A, basically. And so that, that's what happens in the station. Then every week, you've got record companies ringing you who send you free CDs or of free course, music now until digital every single week. And they're pushing their artists. Well, that's how they used to leak. They used to send these CDs. Correct. And then someone would grab them and leak them on the internet. Yeah, yeah, Correct. Yeah. And and so what they do is they ring you and they say, oh, look, um, I'll just I'll make up an example here. Uh, Pete Murray. Pete Murray's coming to town. Um, he's just released his latest single, Are You Playing It Yet? Um, we're not playing it yet. We think it's a good song, but it doesn't, you know, it's not in our rotations yet. Well, when do you think you could start playing it? Well, you know, we'll, we'll get there. We like the song, but we haven't started playing it yet. All right, well, look, he's coming to town, so... Um, I'll get you this many tickets. Um, yeah, I'll get exactly. you backstage passes. That's right. And ha how about we tee up an interview before, before the concert? Okay, no problems. That sounds great. Awesome. When are you going to start playing Yeah, song? exactly. Get and it that's on. that's how it works. Yeah. So, well, it used to work. Uh, uh, yes. In commercial radio, to an extent, it would still work that way. Yeah. But what's changed is, as you just said before, so the leaking of music... Um, is a different concept now. Music's readily accessible to anybody at any time. Yep, streaming. Artists have now taken the power away from the record companies, and I use Metallica as an example because they were one of the first to release a whole album on their own using the power of the internet. Yeah. yeah because right. they've got such a fan base, they don't need record companies. Yeah, they don't need... Yeah, they don't need so yeah. it's now really changed, and it's it's amazing where if you watch MTV, I find it funny now that... They have... Um, they got know, music on there? They, yeah, they, they, they do have music. <laughs> oh, right. They have, like, the top 40 by the Australian charts. 
the top 40 by the American charts, the top 40 by Spotify, the top 40 by Shazam, the top 40 by something else. And because we have so much ability to access this information, um, they've had to put together all these other charts. Yeah, of course, of course, streaming. Speaking of um, charts as well and music, remember how I told you just the other day, good old Will Smith. Yeah, wow. Now, I sent you a snippet of that. I saw it. Did you see I it? I watched it. That was a snippet of it. Yeah, I know. How powerful even yeah, with that, yeah. that 10 minutes of yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we've been selling the concept for years. Yep. And, you know, probably in the last 12 months, we've ramped up the selling of the concept of the fact that everything's at your fingertips. Just get on and do it. Yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. But when a superstar like him and... He's a superstar because he's managed to do it in two mediums. Yeah, you know? yeah. He, he, he has been to the top in the music industry and he's been to the top in acting. Now, that's TV and big-time movies. Yes. So, you know, there's, there's not a bigger name. Uh, there's equivalent, but there's no bigger name when it comes to yep. having achieved than him. And if he's going, hey, guys get on this thing, yeah. <laughs> you should probably get on it. And I thought it was, uh, obviously you haven't heard the whole thing, but you know, f- you, we've known, a lot of people have known him since 92, a few people don't know him, but for him to come out and say, this interview here, yep. shot in Budapest with uh, Rap Raiders, Elliot Wilson and B.Dot Miller, is the first time he's ever been able to be himself. Yeah. With no, yeah. Uh, no, this is just him first time. Yeah, he's done millions of interviews and late night talk yeah. shows and he's never been him until now, which is huge. Well, it's funny because um, I've seen him in lots of movies, which I generally like him. Yeah. Um, I was DJing in clubs and pubs and private parties back in the time when Men in Black and Getting Jiggy With It and those hits were just <laughs> going off their face. Yeah. Um, and I've always, I've always liked him for whatever he's done. But whenever I've seen him interviewed, yep. I've always just thought, eh, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and because yep. of that exact point, and I probably never put an exact term on it before, yeah. but now that you've told me that, I go, yeah, because he wasn't being himself. How I, many, could, I yeah. could tell he was acting. He was playing a role of a guy doing a thing to try and push something. There was meant to be this mystique about an, uh, an actor. You only come out when you've got a movie to promote. Now it's the other way around. Now you've, you've, yeah. you've got to be yourself. And yeah, we always yeah. say that. Yeah. Hey, do something and be genuine about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, look, I... The I, machine um, don't work no more. No, well, the machine's changed. Yeah, yeah The old yeah, machine's yeah. broken. Yeah. It's gone back with the, um, <laughs> uh, the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> yes. And, and, and yeah. the, the internal combustion engine. You know, we now have electric cars and we have social media and we have everything at our fingertips. It, so if you're not real, you'll get found out pretty quickly. In that, um, in that, so when the Rap Radar dudes did a recent podcast to talk about the Will Smith interview yep. um, by some great, um, by Charlemagne, he's like the new Howard Stern in America. And he goes... He, he says to the Rap Radar guys, mate, that's one of the best interviews you guys have done. The questions you've asked Will Smith and... Um, yeah, he, anyway, he basically says it's the best interview you've ever done. And they talk about this media mogul 
that says podcasting, hello, would be the new way of um, releasing things because people don't want to read the newspaper or the media release, but they will listen. So podcasting is going to take over that. I'll find out the guy that they're talking about. He's he's, he's huge. Well, I think we've seen that in the numbers with what we do. And Mm. when talking to people, of course, we're not in touch with everyone who listens to to the show, but... When talking to people locally who do mention it, there's this... I, I get asked quite often, oh, have you done your latest episode? Yeah, yeah, we've just done one. Oh, great. I'll download it and I'll listen to it in the car on the way home. Yeah. Or I'll listen to it, you know, in the car when I'm going here or going there. And and that's becoming the way of people's habits now. Um, obviously, commercial radio as a concept is a dead medium. And um, the other traditional things that were out there are just... Uh, and not got the same cut through that they once had, but when people cotton onto something that they do like to listen to, um, they'll consume it when they want to consume it. Yeah, exactly. Two peas in a pod podcast can be found on Spotify, can be found on Apple Podcasts, can be found on Google Play, Podcast Addict, YouTube. Deezer? Is that a thing? It is. <laughs> Deezer? No, isn't it Deezer? Yeah, it's yeah, Deezer. I think Deezer's the thing. Or yeah. Freezer. No, 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 it's yeah, Deezer. Yeah. Anyway, there's so many platforms we're on. Yeah. We don't even know what platforms we're on. All you got to do, um, so I, uh, I actually sat through the last episode with my wife. Wow! How did you get our, the wives to listen? Because I said she was heavily involved, so she wanted to make sure. Ah, uh, what was it? Needed to be cut what out. was said? <laughs> yeah. So we sat there and listened to it, which of course was our um, father's episode talking about the birth of our first children and just funny things about what you go through when you have kids. Popular episode that one. Yep. And um, so I said to her, well, you would, I, I put it in a way where <laughs> she felt compelled to listen to it. And I said, um, you probably want to listen to our last episode of Two Peas in a Pod. Why? I said, because you feature in it a little more than normal. Normally you get a mention or, you know, <laughs> but this time you, you're quite heavily involved. Why? What did you talk about? I said, well, you're going to have to listen to it to find out, aren't you? So... It was probably Wednesday night. Give me the she, feedback. She said to me, um, okay. Uh, in fact, I think I said to her, have you listened to Two Peas in the Pod yet? She goes, no. I, she said, can we listen to it now? I said, yeah, sure. And then she says to me, where do I find it? And I said, go to Google and put in Two Peas in a Pod. You know how it's spelled. She hates how it's spelled because she's a journalist, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah. Forget about that because we didn't have the option of the other. Yeah, yeah, the other ones are taken, yeah. And um, so we looked it up and we played it on my phone, I think on Podcast Addict or one of those. And um, so my wife has a sense of humour, but it's her own sense of (laughs) humour. So I often say that she's without humour, right? So if I crack a joke, even now, because the older kids are old enough, I'll crack a joke at home, the older kids will be rolling around laughing, (laughs) repeating the punchline, having the time of their life. My wife... Stone face, nothing, absolutely nothing. Tough crowd, right? (laughs) So I'm like, this will be interesting because there were some, I don't want to toot my own horn, but there were some funny bits in there, you know, like things we talked about, which are just genuine first time father stuff or father stuff. It was amusing, you know. If you haven't had kids, maybe not, but if you have, you couldn't not get a chuckle out of some bits. Well, guess what? She laughed. No way. Several times. Yeah. Several times she laughed. So I, I, I took that as a, 
as a tick of approval. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, even she learned, someone who's not even remotely interested in that, it's pretty easy to find a podcast if you want to find one. Oh, good, it, it, good. If you know the name, it helps, obviously. But yep. if you don't, you can just type in, you know, funny podcasts or... Darwin podcasts or, or whatever it is that you're looking for. Whatever it is. And you're going to find something. And now that we're on a lot of the um, streaming platforms, you just download Spotify. It's free to have an account. Yeah. Find us on there. Now, how was the NADOC ball over the weekend? Was it a ball? Yeah, I guess it was. A sort of annual conference dinner, um, NADOC NT ball. Yep. Yeah, I call it a ball, yeah. The Did ladies were all dressed very formally and... Well, I saw some photos on Facebook and a couple of my friends that went to it. So Yeah. Oh, it, it was a big night. There was, um, I think, 260 people, um, sit-down dinner, um, beautiful food too, I might add. Huh. Um, you don't get that at most balls. No, you don't. It's normally chicken or fish or chicken <laughs> or beef. But no, it was really nice. Um, and there was 14 award winners and they had a, a highly credentialed and celebrated artist as the MC for the night. Yeah. Um, Good work. and a lot of the elders. And this week was all about, uh, this year's NADOC um, get together for NADOC NT was all about uh, celebrating um, the Indigenous women yep. and you know what what women have brought to uh, the culture and beautiful you know, how they maintain the culture and they're the centre of the family and all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. And there was some you know really um, inspiring. Uh, winners on the night, um, yeah. a, a lady who uh, won a, a really um, prestigious um, award for her contribution to business, um, another lady who won a prestigious award for her contribution to the AFLNT oh, good work. and to teaching yes. in, in addition yes. to that. And a lot of these um, women don't pull any punches. They tell exactly how it is. Oh, good work. And, and I loved it because, you know, they're, they're big on this bloody younger generation, as they call them. Oh, good. And, you know, having to get their acts together and just telling it how it is. I thought it was great. But, yeah, it was a really nice night. And, look, um, I, I've done a few events yes. like that in the past. And I went there, actually, I mean, I've been a DJ, as you know, for nigh on 30 years now believe it or not. Yeah. And I went there not really knowing what sort of music it was going to be. Did they end up playing um, Yothu Hindi? They didn't. Oh, they no, did? I, no, I, I said no. they wouldn't. Yeah, and I said I said to, because I had the um, the lady doing the, the PA and, and the lighting next to me, and I said, I really want to play Treaty. I just think it'll go down well. But I wasn't sure if it was disrespectful. Yeah, or, don't know. Because yeah. one of the members has died now. So of course. I thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't. And no one requested it. But um, really, it was 70s and 80s they loved. Oh, that good was stuff they really yeah. got into. And we got to right to the end of the night, and there was a table of um, sort of younger ones sitting just in front of me. And, and they said, Oh, you know, can you play such and such a song? And I thought, Oh, it's perfect. That's exactly along the lines of what I wanted to play. And I said, Listen, guys, I'm going to finish after that song. What song would you like as the last song? We Are Family. Sister Sledge. Oh, good word. And I thought, yeah, that makes sense. Yes. You know, family and everyone getting together for the NADOC thing. And, and they all danced and had a great night. And then they gave me a round of applause. And oh. they all thanked me. And I thought, well, that's that's a really good end to a great class night. Class act. Class it, it, That is such a good way of putting it. Yeah. It was a class act from beginning to end all night. And what does NADOC stand for? Do we know? No idea. No idea. I'm going to guess it's something like National Aboriginal Indigenous. Yep, okay. Something like that yeah, along that line. But that, it's remiss of me not to know, but yeah. 
Oh, one, yeah, well done. Well done. Yeah. Um, what do we have? Well, I had to look after the kids on Saturday night. I'm sorry to hear that. Commiserations. <laughs> That's my biggest nightmare, yeah. looking after the kids on my own. Yeah, on a Saturday night. No, Leah went camping and... Does I it ha- happen in your house? Sorry to cut you off there, but yeah. does it happen in your house? Within 15 seconds of Lauren leaving the room, even if it's to go from the kitchen to the bathroom, Dad, where's Mum? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like... I don't know. Yeah. You'd be better equipped to know than I do because I was actually doing something and you were actually with her when she got up off the couch to walk to wherever she went. Happens all the time. <laughs> right, so it's not just me. No, definitely not just you. Yeah. Um, and so I had Mason and Olivia and Lauren was working at her father's event, the One Tropical Day. Ah, John yeah. Farnham, Daryl Braithway. The John Farnham, once again, superannuation tour. <laughs> How many times has he retired now? Is it 15, I don't 20? know. I don't go to these things. Wow. But, um, How was it? How was look, the event? Look, great feedback online, yep. um, online social media. Yep. Everyone, you know, reminiscing and yep. parents used to watch it with their kids and the kids are grown up and they yep. just felt nostalgic and uh, so great if, overall feedback. If Farnsey and Daryl Braithwaite were there together, I'm tipping the biggest songs of the night are You're the Voice. Of course. And the horses. Yeah, the horses. Have to be, wouldn't yeah. it? I still get requested those songs pretty much every function I do, regardless of age, regardless yeah. of whatever, Yeah. Um, to this day. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, look, they're, they're two very well-credentialed Australian artists, had long careers. Farnsey's retired many times, as we know. <laughs> uh, but they have had long careers, and they've just got so many hits. Yeah. So many hits. Nice. Uh, you would have seen the other week... I did a um, I DJed a wedding a week or two ago, and I was playing um, a lot of older sort of songs that yep. they were requesting. I played some new stuff as well, but um, and I took some video footage of them dancing to the older songs, and I put up a thing on on the business Facebook page um, the next day. I I've cut together a little video of some promo jingles and stuff at the end. I'm like, I don't care what new stuff comes out. I don't care who's the latest and greatest. It's always the old stuff that wins out to this very day. Yeah. You know, yeah we just yeah, play yeah, the yeah. hits. The hits yeah, are the what hits. work best. That's right. That's right. Well, now um, we're going to have some guests in the studio, aren't we? We are indeed, yes. Yeah. So we, we're going to have to get a bit more dressed up than we normally do. Oh, really? And we're going to have to clean up the studio. Oh, man. Make a bit of extra room for our guests. But yeah, yeah we've got a couple coming in. We've got a. Um, uh, next week we've got a uh, a local business owner, and um, uh, in, involved in uh, I guess the the building and construction industry primarily. Oh wow! But yeah, yeah. You know, this is a second generation business. Um, yeah. That has managed to uh, I guess uh, make it through the transfer. Yeah. From the you know old school parents to. The next generation who are, are they're still learning themselves, but you know have learnt that it's not going to work doing things the way Old they school, used to do that's it. Right. You know, so they're they're embracing embracing you know the digital age and and getting their businesses out there. And um, so yeah, we're, we're having a chat to them. Yes, and we've got uh, I think next week we've got Alex Florence from Florence Electrical. He won Young Telstra Business of the Year Entrepreneur. Or small business or local business. So yep. Anyway, we'll talk to him about that. He can tell us more about the award. Yeah. Oh, we, um, we'll start with the award. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's built it. Him and Courtney have built a pretty big 
sort of uh, empire there, if you like, electrical empire, and they've really uh, um, got used social media and traditional media and put it all together. Yeah. So it's yeah, really right. it's, we'll hear about that as well. Well, I think that's really good, and you know, as our audience expands um, and people have different interests. Um, as you know, I'm particularly interested in the digital marketing space and, and the social media space. And uh, I read a lot of things um, on different Facebook groups and pages that I'm involved with. And, you know, one of the things that I find really interesting is a lot of people are really interested or even desperate to start a business or start an online business mm. or, or learn something about. And, and they feel that the barriers to entry are just too great. Yeah. And the barriers to entry are largely gone. Yeah, that's it's right. It's just that someone needs to show them a path forward. And speaking of which, um, that, that's, you know, individuals or solopreneurs as they're calling yeah, them now. Yeah, Or, you know, small business owners or whatever. Um, so I think those interviews will be great because people that have got an interest in that, uh, you know, will definitely get something out of it. Not to cut you off. <laughs> yeah, please and do. Well, you then, owe me one. Yeah, well, um, young George um, from, he used to be called You Break, I Fix. Yep. And now he's rebranded. And we actually shot a podcast with him. He's changed his name now to I Break, I Fix. I'm kidding. Uh, no, no, I no, no. He, he actually got a, uh, anyway, he had to change yeah. his business name. And um, <laughs> so we're, we're now we can't actually launch that podcast, so we're going to ah. redo it with him as well. Ah, cool. Okay. So he's coming in next week or the week after. Cool. Well, um, just, just touching on that, hmm. um, I put up a Facebook post earlier in the day because I, I bought some items through a, um, an international wholesale website, which I've used for more than 10 years. Ah, yes. And um, What's the Australian government done now? Uh, yeah, well, so I got to the end of the process and it was one of these, uh, you know, quote, without GST type things. Now, I didn't spend a lot of money, so I didn't care. That that was absolutely not the point of the rant that I put up and it will be classified as a rant. It didn't start out that way, but I just kept typing. But You should turn those rants into lives. Anyway, yeah, okay, well, I, will, I actually will do for that one because there'll be some value there for people. But... Um, Long story short, I got charged GST for the first time, <laughs> right? And I'm like, huh, interesting. That's just put up my purchase by 10%, which again, didn't matter because the reason why I made the purchase was because their local retail equivalent was so much more expensive, it wasn't funny. Yeah. So my rant basically was centered on Harvey Norman, but it wasn't Harvey Norman as such. It's yeah, the yeah. concept of these retail about bricks and mortar stores. Yeah, whinging and whining about, well, if it weren't for GST, we'd be competitive. And at the end of my rant, I went, okay, well, I hope that 10% that, that they're now paying makes no difference to your life, but the 10% difference that is now being charged by these offshore online online retailers or online sellers, yep. I hope that pays your rent, your electricity, your staff, yep. your on-cost for your staff, and the millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of stock that you have sitting in a back room. That's where the problem is. It's your flawed business yeah, exactly. model. It's got nothing to do with GST. So anyway, that was my rant. No, that's right. But that's the thing is that people think, I want to start an online business. Or no, I want to start a business, but I can't afford to do it. Well, if your first train of thought when you go to think about starting a business is, I'll go and find a shop, 
stop right yeah, there. Stop. Because stop. I, I'll let out a little secret here, and I will be doing an educational series on this down the track. So I don't want to give too much away yeah, because it's yeah. not fair on those that that actually go into that. But here's the thing: you don't even have to buy the product in this day and age before you've already sold it to your customer. Yeah, exactly. So you've already yeah. got the money yep. before you've bought it. Yeah. And if you know that you can do that, there is no barrier to entry. We will talk about the T-shirt guy one day. We will definitely talk about the T-shirt guy one day because there will be a two peas in a pod T-shirt coming out soon. Yes. And we'll use the same concept. Branding and marketing. Yeah. And we still don't have business cards for real estate. Funny that. Well, no, we, we actually wear it as a badge of honor. But anyway, just quickly before we wrap up, yes. I wanted to talk about some Darwin stuff because yep. I have found the Darwin calamities uh, in recent years interesting. So Darwin and Palmerston combined are a population of around about 120,000 people. Yep. Somebody did tell me over the weekend that in recent months, 30,000 people have left Darwin, but that's complete and utter hogwash because they would have been replaced with 29,000 550. Okay, we haven't lost 30,000. No, we haven't lost, that's right. It just doesn't work like that. 30,000 ha- possibly have left, but 29 have yeah. possibly come, yeah, come exactly. in. Yeah, well, exactly. That's right. A, a number have replaced them. Well, the government is saying that population is increasing. Yeah, okay. Well, well it's not. That. Yeah. <laughs> a- a- anyway, I've, I've watched on with amusement, and now I'm calling a halt to it, to the various calamities that the Darwin City Council, I'm presuming, yep. are responsible for. First, we had the ridiculous bike lane on the Esplanade, which Let's God knows how much it cost, but it cost whatever it did. Then, then earlier this week, you and I were driving down near Mindel Beach Markets, r- just behind um, Waratah's football oval, where they've now put in white lines to allocate car parks. No. What, now you're going to start finding people on Mindel Beach Market days or... You know, the Indian food spectacular well, or whatever else they do. Better be there. free. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guarantee if they're putting in lines, it's a precursor to something else. And right. the beauty of Darwin, okay, it may not have been 100% legal, but the beauty of Darwin is the fact that you can park on a nature strip here or there, or you can park where in other cities you wouldn't be able to, as long as you're not blocking people in and parking like a backpacker, it's all good. (laughs) Absolutely, and that's part of the awesomeness of Darwin that we're starting to lose. Absolutely. So I saw those signs. But for me, the biggest ticket numbnut thing that we've done is those stupid crosswalks in the city on Nucky Street. Yes, in Tokyo, (laughs) where five million people cross the one set of lights every day... I get it. No. I've been there at peak hour, Darwin's version of peak hour, so many times and been able to count on less than one hand people crossing the road. Even they're embarrassed. They cross those... (laughs) Sorry, mate. Sorry. I know you should be going right now. Sorry. Uh, Okay, I'll quickly scoot across. Even they're embarrassed to cross. Uh. And then one night, I was in the corner of Nucky Street in Kavanagh at midnight, yeah. and the stupid lights are still working. Yeah, at yeah. least even in Tokyo or London. They change. They turn them off. Yes. They're on timers. Not in Darwin City, mate. No, no, no We'll no. just keep it running 24 hours a day. Like They can get their research from other places, but make it adaptable exactly. to Darwin. The beauty of Darwin is, is its own it's its own being. Yeah. Don't adopt stupid things from other parts of the world that are not applicable here. Not applicable. Come on, Darwin City Council. 
<laughs> You've just had a change of whatever it's called, government ship. <laughs> Let's get this right, And people. there are some good ones in there. Let's just see I'm it sure shine through. Whatever happened to the tree debacle? Tree debacle? You hear about that? After Ra- the cyclone? No, roundabout in the tree. Oh, the no, tree they, the nah, they didn't do it. They didn't roundabout move the tree? Remains. Yeah, good yeah, work. yeah. Oh, I mean, exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, my last point on roundabouts, yeah. I'm still fascinated by these idiots. Now, I know from New South Wales or somewhere, there's this whole indicate left as you leave the roundabout. Yep. Use common sense. Even yesterday, I was at a roundabout in a very slow back street of Stewart Park. Yep. And as I approached, I'm going one direction. The car to my right also approached. Asian driver, but weren't saying anything about that. Ooh. He gets there. I look at him. He's got right away. He stops. I stop. I'm like, you got right away. So I usher him to go. He turned right. He only indicated left. Oh, no. I'm like, no. this has reached a new level of stupidity. Oh, no. Anyway, no. Oh, that's not unique to Darwin, but, geez, it happens in Darwin yeah. every single day. We still love you, Darwin. Oh, we, we love just, Darwin. We just need improvement. We love Darwin. It's just that all these dumb things that usually bureaucracy get involved with oh, yeah. is the unmaking of us. Oh, look, common sense definitely has gone out the window. Yeah. Well, as my Canadian mate Timbo often says, you know, Pete, common sense. It ain't all that common. <laughs> what a way to wrap it up. We went a bit longer today, but I uh, hope people enjoyed that. We had stuff to talk about. So oh. if you listen to this podcast on your trip to work or on your trip home. It might be two trips there. It's two trips. It's two Cut trips. it in half, but you won't know that till you get to this point. <laughs> so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Peter Kafkas. And I'm Peter Gowers. We are two peas in a pod. We'll catch you next week. Bye.